Hello and welcome to Cosmos Science Daily, where journalists at the Cosmos Newsroom report on the latest research and discoveries and explain the science behind the headline news. Today's newsroom journalist and science graduate specialising in genetics, immunology and citizen science, Emma Perfetto, is talking to us about space kombucha. And I am Dr. Sophie Calabretto, applied mathematician and fluid mechanist who tried kombucha once and thought it was great once she'd added a shot of gin to it. So when kombucha cultures were blasted into space and sent to the International Space Station in 2014, it wasn't so health-conscious astronauts could make a refreshing drink. Instead, microbiologists were interested in studying whether the microbes involved in making kombucha could survive the inhospitable conditions of space. And according to a recent study published in Frontiers in Microbiology, one bacterial species did survive, and it could have implications for future space travel. Emma, have you ever tried kombucha? I don't think I have. I, I was going to go out and buy some before recording today so that I could like, talk to you about it, but then I forgot completely. But I think, is it is it fizzy? And like kind of tart and a little bit sweet. And yeah, it's kind of, it tastes like what you think fermentation tastes like. Like it's just a bit fizzy. in general. Yeah, it just tastes like fermentation. It's a bit <laughs> sweet, like, yeah, a bit sweet, a bit fizzy, a bit tart. I didn't love it. And then I, as I said, I added a shot of gin and I was like, you know, what? I could, I could get used to this, but I don't know if the gin kind of negates any of the, the health effects, but that's not what we're talking about today. Emma, please continue. <laughs> So the way that you actually produce kombucha is, yeah, by fermenting sugar and black or green tea um, with what's known as a kombucha symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast or a SCOBY. Now, hold on. Is that that gross looking slimy pancake that kind of floats on top of a liquid? Yeah. Yeah. It, it looks, I sort of thought when I was looking it up that it kind of looked like like skin almost yeah. floating on top of the the vat of kombucha but it's actually cellulose based um, okay. it's a biofilm where all of the microbial community lives together in and i think i should also mention that the scoby that's involved in the in the research that i'm talking to you about was maintained uh, with lipton black tea on earth <laughs> which i thought was very interesting since my favorite tea is dilmar I would be interested if someone did a follow-up study, whether or not the results would be the same if you used a different type of tea. But what did they do to this SCOBY in this particular experiment? Okay, so it was back in 2014 and scientists were really interested in really better understanding the ability of different organisms to be able to survive in the harsh conditions in outer space. So I'm talking about cosmic radiation, microgravity, massive temperature extremes and, of course, the vacuum of space. So what they did as a part of the European Space Agency's Expose R2 project was sent up some dehydrated kombucha scoby samples to the ISS. Once it was up there, they mounted it in a miniature photochemistry lab installed on the outside of the ISS, and that's where it stayed for 18 months exposed to the vacuum of space. Okay, this is wild. For one, I can't imagine anything surviving a year and a half in space, but apparently a species of bacteria did. 
Yeah, yeah, it's insane to even contemplate. So after this, you know, deadly holiday to outer space, the microbes <laughs> were brought back down to Earth. They were reactivated with tea and sugar again and regrown for another two years. And then and that little scoby, like, appeared back onto the top of the vat of tea. So, oh, wow. you know, a type of of bacteria had survived the process and by sequencing the genomes of the surviving microbes they found that overall the microbial community had been destroyed but a cellulose producing species of bacteria had survived it's called comagetiobacter obodians say that 12 times quickly Emma. my gosh right so sorry if I didn't, but the species of bacteria, the genus that it's from, are actually the ones that are most common in kombucha, and they're responsible for that cellulose biofilm that forms on the top there. Okay, so were they changed at all from their time in space? Like, doesn't cosmic radiation cause mutations in DNA and that kind of stuff? Yeah, so ionizing radiation can directly induce damage in DNA, as well as, you know, just generally stress-induced mutations can affect the genome as well, um, and they're very stressed up in space. Mm. So to investigate whether the surviving bacterial genomes were any different, they compared them to a ground-based culture from the same original SCOBY that had, like, never left the planet. Right. And really surprisingly, they actually found that the genome had remained remarkably stable up in orbit and was pretty much functional. The genes behind many of the essential metabolic pathways, you know, including cellulose synthesis as well, which is what produces that biofilm, as well as many stress-related pathways were completely unaffected. And there were only minor changes to carbohydrate and energy metabolism pathways. Okay, so do they know how the bacteria were able to avoid massive changes to their genomes? So the scientists think that it might be down to two different things. So either the presence of that cellulose-based biofilm was able to protect it in some way, or it could have recovered most of its functions after being cultured back in the lab back on Earth. So it'll take more research to sort of hone in on which one of that is, you know, exactly the case. Sure. Um, And so I'm curious, what implications does this kind of research have? Yeah, so what this study has highlighted is that these bacteria could be a strong candidate for producing cellulose in the future in potential Mars colonies. Oh, okay. So since many of the metabolic pathways remained unaffected by space travel, also the cellulose-based biofilm could have potential as a protective biomaterial in off-Earth settlements if it does end up having a protective effect. Cool. And then lastly, which I thought was really exciting, is that it's the first evidence that bacterial cellulose could be a biomarker for life in outer space. So it might be something for us to look for in the future while we're out searching for for life from from other planets. How cool. What a story. Kombucha in space. Emma, thank you. Amazing. And thank you to everyone for listening. Be sure to keep an ear out for our next instalment of Cosmos Science Daily. This podcast was brought to you by Cosmos, a publication of the Royal Institution of Australia.
From Listener and Cosmos magazine comes Huh? Science Explained, a new weekly podcast answering all of life's questions, big and small, in just 10 minutes. Download the Listener app now and listen for free. Listener.